Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Azito. All day, every day. Ah, yes, we are here. All thanks to Azito. Azito Power Tools, German design quality and innovation powering DIYs all day, every day. I'll tell you what I'm going to describe this as. I'll tell you what I'm going to describe this. This is a diversified portfolio that we have in here this morning. And I'm not just talking about the topics that we're going to cover. Uh, just incredible night of sport last night. But I'm talking about the people in the room. Mm. Let's start with former Australian test cricketer, mm. current BBL star, and forging a... Very successful career across all forms of media. Uh, Stephen O'Keefe, how are you, Sonny? You did, clearly didn't watch me on Channel 9. No, it's, I it did. It was horrendous. That, that allowed me feedback. To, yeah. That's why I'm back here. So, <laughs> from up there, now I'm back on right there. Going, well, this, who, is, this is horrendous. Who did you get the feedback from and was it outside of social uh, oh, media? Just, yeah, basically everyone around me. Right. How'd you go? Mm, yeah. That was, oh, that was, really? Yeah, that was the feedback. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. But it's good to be back. It was a massive night of sport tonight. This sounds like the start of a bad joke with us three in the room, isn't it? You've got me. I'll let you in- introduce the other two Muppets in the room here. Come on. We're... Uh, well, Muppets. Uh, yeah, Tom yeah, Costigan's yeah. here, obviously. So. <laughs> well, sorry, Muppet Tommy, number one. Jimmy, Tommy, legend, be here. legend Roosters number win. two. Uh, Roosters win. Uh, so Tommy's in a very good mood. And I'll tell you what, uh, Justin Horro's in a very good mood as well. Ooh, He's yeah. just completed the City to Surf. In... There we go. Yeah, yeah. and that was... That's live sounds coming through from Bondi Beach as yep. Justin Horro went across the finish line. <laughs> that, well that, that was the applause from Ravisi's when I was rolling in at the bottom of the hill. Thanks for that, Tommy, for uh, clipping that up down at, the, uh, down at Ravisi's. Mate, already ex-rugby league player, but my running career is going way better than what my rugby league <laughs> career ever did. Uh, but, mate, that, it was good. We had a good run this morning. Um, still working towards the Sydney Marathon. Uh, the other, uh, James Magnuson, who, who's in here sometimes as well, he ran. Oh, whenever he's up to it. You oh, know, he, whenever he, you would, like. he wouldn't have ran. He just would have strutted, wouldn't he? Yeah. He, he, got, in his he went good. Off. Yeah. He went good. Yeah. What time, he's a, he's you a, know? He's a big boy. Yeah, so he had an hour eight, hour nine minutes. Hour oh, nine. so you beat him by one just, minute. Oh, just. yes. Just. So would you have gone over the yeah. line at the same time? No, nah, we were in different groups. Oh, staggered groups. Okay. So there was qualifying groups, and uh, depending on your Strava time, it allocated you into certain groups. I see. So I was a group behind him. Okay. Please let us know on the text line, 0457 736 736, your time if you ran the City to Surf today, or indeed your best time ever of the City to Surf. Look, I don't want to oh, come across no, that. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Jimmy, go That's on. That's 67. So, <laughs> <laughs> I've got Easy. no way to verify that either, by the way. But I will say this. I used to see... You know, you walk through the finish line there got and the you, just, you just, yeah, we've got the medal, but they don't put the time on it for you. Uh, back in the day where no one had a mobile phone, you know, like yeah. anyway, you just, you walk and there's that workout station there and you just, that's the meeting place, right? For you yep. going. And I, I saw a mate of mine who is an out and out champion, Brett Rodwell, right? Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Former yeah, yeah. Illawarra Steeler, yeah, yeah. South Sydney yeah, Rabbitoh, yeah. Uh, always wore the headgear, played for New South Wales in the State of Origin game, did his ACL scoring a try in his only Origin game. Sounds like a bad story. The good story, he met his wife, uh, Ange, 
who was the physio when he was doing his recovery from his knee. No uh, they've now got four beautiful kids, two of them. Uh, Tom Rodwell plays for Newtown. He's And then their younger bloke, I think it's Jack, is one of the best number sevens in the under-20s. Okay, a, coming through the grades. Coming through the grades, okay. yeah. But Brett, I'd see Brett at the workout station at Bondi Beach after the City to Surf. And I'd say, oh, you know, I'm 67. I'm thinking, that's a really good time. Well done. Mm. I said, how'd you go, mate? He goes, yeah, 56 minutes. Oh. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, under the hour. Serious athlete. I did a 6K one for Manny. It's called the Beach to Beach. You can choose to do 13 or 21, but I did the 6K one. Yep. And I got at the end and I felt, you know, you see the finishing line's 500 metres away, so you finally put a bit of effort in. Yeah. I, I can't remember the time, 36 minutes or something. So pretty ordinary. But it's quite hilly doing the beach to beach. And then I went through the list because the list comes up. But we oh, did yeah. it as the Manly Cricket Club. The whole under-15s women's cricket program had beaten me <laughs> on the list. So I was bragging because I'd made the, the top 60 or something. I'm like, look at this, boys. And they went through the list. And they're like, there's six girls in here of 15 who are beating you, mate. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be whippets. bragging. Just put it away. No, put it they, away. They are so, the whippets. Uh, yeah. If, yeah, get us on the text line. 0457 736 736 1300 01 1170. Get us across social media, Twitter and Instagram, Ask SEN League. We're going to talk a lot of rugby league today. There's the results from last night. There's a couple of big games today as well. There's all sorts of controversy coming out of the weekend thus far. But, but, it must be said, that was just an extraordinary night's sport. I'll paint the picture. Roosters players reunion last night. Little bit hungover today. But there was the Roosters v. the Dolphins 30 metres away at Allianz Stadium. And there is every one of the players who are there celebrating the reunion watching the Matildas on the big screen during the penalty shootout. Just amazing. Australia go through to a semi-final on Wednesday night. That'll be a sellout at a core stadium against England, the Lionesses, oh. one of their great sporting sides. It, we start thinking about it now, and Socky, you made mention, where do we start thinking about this performance of the Matildas now when you compare it to all the other great moments in Australian sport? Well, the one that comes to mind is John Aloisi. It was against Uruguay. It was 18 years ago. Yes. And that's the one that where he kicked the penalty for yes. us to get into Qualified. a World Cup. Yeah. Yep. Whereas this is the highest that any Australian football team Correct. has ventured into, as deep as they've gone into. And, and much like yourself, Jimmy, I was watching the game at a pub, had a mate's birthday party, and it was sort of mingling, but it was on every screen. Yeah. El Loco, we're yeah. out at Surrey Hills, and it was on every screen where you went. And there was sort of, you know, there's the odd cheer and groan and mumble. Then the penalty shootout now come out. And I, I have never seen something more excruciatingly oh. painful, oh. nerve-wracking, and then excitement when that final kick went in from Vine. Oh. Like, it was just I, – I, I feel for the French team. Totally. I feel for the, mm. the Aussie girls, the totally. Aussie keeper who went in and made the saves. What a freak. And then misses the match winner. Yep. You know, just what must be going through. I, I couldn't imagine any pressure in any other sport quite quite like it where you're lining up and to go. And then, of course, all the video come through on Instagram – um, had friends sending me photos of them being on a plane. So they had it on the I've plane. Seen that on one. the Qatar, yeah. yeah. And, they, and they were all on there. So it was on every screen. And then wow. someone was sitting in the cattle class. Pova, you know, sitting at the back of the thing. <laughs> but anyway, it was on all the screens. On, it must have been, it looked like a Qatar. It was on. And then the, the plane just erupts, you know, yeah, wow. you're watching it. So Isn't that awesome? Um, it's captivated the country. The viewership's over 4 million. It's, it's done uh, AFL grand finals, state of origins, uh, grand finals in the water. They paid... $20 million, I think something, or not even, no, $5 no, less, million, $5 less, million for yes. 15 games, Channel yeah. 7. Mm. So 
whoever made that deal is getting a pay rise because this has just been something that's brought the nation together and, and at a time where we you know, really need it. There's enough stuff going on with inflation and politics at the moment that we really need something to get behind. And, you know, I've, I'm excited. I can't wait for Wednesday night. I'm Huge. so excited. Huge. I think across the board, right, when you look at the buy-in, not only from, you know, football fans, uh, women, men, mm. yes, children, yeah. like my social media just last night was yes. completely full of nothing else but the World <laughs> Cup. And I was watching it, flicking back and forth while I was watching the footy as well. And to think that we've Australia have got to the position where they're at now with arguably one of the best footballers in the world, not only in Australia, but Sam Kerr, yes. missing crucial parts of the yes. tournament. Um, and even when she, you know, played last night, just you can see the touches are different. She's just a different player compared totally. to not only the Australian team, but everyone, um, you know, all the all the women footballers. So what a great achievement. Going to play England in the semi. It's going to oh. be a big... Big semi-final. Wouldn't it be nice to dust them too? Love Tame to. the ashes and then just flog them in the in the, in the soccer. Uh, two all and then win on penalties or something. Just to really <laughs> rub it in. The Lionesses will know all about Sam Kerr. She's been a superstar yep. for Chelsea for the last four years. Won everything. Yep. So they will know her game inside and out. Where, do you start it? He's, he's started the tournament and everyone's saying, what on earth is Tony Gustafsson on about? Now he's a genius. And to hear him talk about Mackenzie Arnold last night and laud her, but laud her uh, goalkeeping coach, uh, Tony or Frank, uh, whoever it was. Um, <laughs> but to say, he didn't yeah. take credit for it. He said, that is what she did. And that is what the team within a team did. For her to miss the penalty, then come and save a penalty, then have to save it again. Mm. And then Courtney Vine steps up for her John Aloisi moment, our John Aloisi moment. Channel 7 have put out a... A press statement already. Why wouldn't they? Four point <laughs> one seven million estimated average audience. That takes out me and the other eight thousand people there at, at, the, at, pub, at yeah. the footy yeah. stadium last night. That's all those. They're not accounted for in this. It's the highest rated sports program in a decade. For a pick of the board, what is the top three rated? Uh, sports events in the history of Australian television. Give me the first one. It, over the last decade or ever, Cathy Freeman. Of all time, no. Of all time, so like sports. watched here in Australia on any sports. Uh, Australian television, sport. Australian yeah. television, on, what it was watched. So is it uh, Leighton Hewitt and Marat Sathan? 2005, men's uh, final of oh. the Australian Open. Ash Barty. No, that's it. He got it. Leighton Hewitt v Marat Sathan, his loss. Yeah. Oh, that was when the he biggest. Lost. I that's thought you were saying top three. Yeah, well, I've, that's gone number one. Just have to, you I know just, what? We just went straight to yeah, one. Yeah, you got it. You nailed it. Yeah. What were the other two? Do you know the other two? Uh, I do know that the Rugby World Cup yep. final of 2003 was uh, number three. Uh, the second one escapes my mind at the moment, but we'll get it. But the other thing about it is think about the time zones, 2005, 2003, and how fragmented audiences are now compared to then. Mm. So when well, he, with all these different viewing options that we got. Well, Seven uh, only bought 15 games. Yeah. So Optus has the right. So they. I was trying to watch the English v. Columbia game. So here I am not watching, know a thing about football. And now I'm Googling and downloading the Optus app to try yeah. and watch England v. Columbia to see how this team's going to shape up against Australia. So I think it's, uh, you, you're quite rightly said, it's captivated a nation and men, women, ki the kids. What I'm seeing is, and what I'm loving is, the interaction from these young 
men, young boys and girls who are turning up face painted and are just yeah. excited to be at the sport. And you, you've, that's, that's, that's the engagement that you want that the sport's been searching for. Cause mm. if you go back 10 years and you look at previous world cups, they, you know, they were lucky in games to sell out national games. They'd get 3000, 4,000 people through the turnstiles when we played Brazil a few years ago. And now you look at it, you, you, I've got people calling me asking if I've got a contact in somewhere to get them a ticket <laughs> yeah, tickets. Yeah, just yeah, to go yeah. and watch it on the big screen outside a call, you know, not even to get into the stadium. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm well down the bottom, bottom rung. It's just electric. And, um, you know, even if they don't make the final to the atmosphere that they're going to create around a semi-final, a bunch of girls who just look like they're having the best time enjoying themselves you know, and, and under pressure situations, producing the goods. It's, just cut. I've just woke up with a bit of a buzz, feeling good this morning. Does the semi, the semi will trump the viewership from last night? Uh, Saturday night compared to a Wednesday it? night, less people out. Mm. I think yes. Yep. I think yes. And imagine and, if they and make England. the final. And England. Yeah. Oh. Right. I mean, France is one day thing. Day off. But We're England, day off. Yeah. No, that's only if we win. <laughs> okay. Albo said. Yeah. Uh, and then he got slapped. Uh, Albo. Does that mean uh, we can ask for double rates? So I'll be on. Go for your life. You can ask. dollars an hour now. <laughs> you can ask. So I get double 18. Yeah, no, okay. you can ask. Beautiful. All right. uh, there Touchy, we go. If you listen. All right. Uh, let's get ourselves. <laughs> do you want to go to a break, Tom? No. Let's just quickly do the scores from last night. The Roosters, 30 to 14 <laughs> over the Dolphins. Sorry, mate. You thought you were in control, didn't you? Uh, anyway, uh, and then we've got the game. The Rabbitohs got home. Your Rabbitohs, uh, Socky. My Rabbitohs as well when they're winning. 26 14. The Tigers. They lose again. They lose no friends, though. 30 points to 22. The Warriors get it done in Hamilton. Then the Roosters, as I mentioned, 30 to 14 over the Dolphins. We've now got the Sharks and the Roosters in the NRLW, 6-0. Strange thing about this is Roosters coach John Strange, no pun intended, is not at the game. He's down at Melbourne to watch his son, Ethan, make his NRL debut for the Canberra Raiders, whilst his daughter, Jasmine, is going to play a little bit later on today for the Newcastle Knights in the NRLW. So, strange situation with the coach, but <laughs> what a talented family. That's that's pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. How good for the family, uh, first and foremost. Um, we seen Ethan Strange a couple of weeks ago, didn't we, in the under-19s? Very good. Uh, he looks like a real player of the future for Canberra. Um, but, yeah, I'm not too sure how it feels if I was uh, part of the NRLW Roosters roster, if the coach is, is taken off down to Canberra to yeah. watch his young fella play. You think... I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's quite a tough one. It's quite unique. Like mm. y you're not going to see that every every day, are you? So, um, as a player, I think of the Roosters. I prefer my coach to be there, though. Yeah. Right. For sure. Okay. Yeah. No, so no, I sit firmly uh, with uh, JH over there. I I I I think you've made your commitment at the start of the year that you're going to coach a group of girls, and the the sum of one, the sum of the group beats the the your personal sacrifice that you have to make as a coach. Mm. You've, you've committed to this team. And it's not like you can't watch the game or celebrate that moment yep. with your with the young fella. And it is a huge achievement. You know, I, the only thing I'd probably give a leeway through is if it was, say, a, a birth or a death that you, you'd have to go to a funeral or if there's a birth of your missus's child, completely yep. understand. But, you know, this is the first of hopefully many. There's no reason why you can't celebrate and watch and, and catch up after the game. But to maybe sit back and watch your team that you're meant to be looking after and, and the head coach of, but I would have been, I would know, like to know the ins and outs of the conversations that would have had to get to that point. Do you go up and ask? Then do they say, yep, that's fine? Yeah. And then as you were saying, Jimmy, your contract meeting next year, well, 
Well, yeah. I, well you're you not turning have, up, mate. You blokes have said it really nicely, but I, I find it extraordinary that yeah. a guy has committed to coaching a team and now he's gone for personal reasons. And, you know, that's fantastic that his son's playing. However, mm. however, I, and, and I, you're right, Sock, I would love to know the conversation that he had with Trent Robinson. Well, where do you draw the line if he's debuting for New South Wales in, 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 or say, in other sports? Yeah, or, yeah where yeah. do you go? Oh, no, we're not that, but that. Or if he's, doing, if he's in UFC and he's fighting over in Vegas, are you, do you get the whole week off? Like, exactly. What's the, Exactly. What's the yardstick here? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I find it extraordinary. Anyway, you might think differently on it. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Now, Tom, do we want to? Okay, we'll go to a break. Uh, Tommy's <laughs> giving me the thumbs up on that one. <laughs> when we're back, discussing all the latest out of the NRL. Uh, welcome back. You're listening to Crunch Time on a Sunday. It's all thanks to Azito, the power tools. Uh, German design, their quality, of course, and the innovation that's powering DIYs all day, every day. So we're going through SENQ 693am in Brizzy, SEN 1170am in Sydney, SEN 1620am on the Gold Coast. You've got the SEN app. You can listen uh, anywhere at any time. Justin Horro, Steve O'Keefe, we're going through the games from last night. We've talked about the Matildas. I think everyone is talking about the Matildas. We've had our say on John Strange. This coming in, Carl from Cronulla. No way, fellas. In 20 years, when this team is long behind him, he has to be there for his son. It's a no-brainer. As a player, it even tells me more about the man. Okay, that's Carl. Uh, Carl with yeah. a difference of opinion. So, mm. Well, we like that. We like everyone bringing their thoughts and opinions to the table, and we can uh, have unless a they're discussion wrong. around it. Unless they're wrong, like <laughs> Carl. Which we very rarely are. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell the kids. It's great, Carl, but you're wrong. Cheers. If, if it's your opinion, it can't be wrong. <laughs> unless it's different to Dad's, and then it's, <laughs> then it's very wrong. Uh, Luke Keery's 200th match. Um, great to see him out there with the, the young family post the match. Great to see them get the win. Are we convinced by the root? There's some people that believe the Roosters are on their way to making the eight. Do you have the Roosters making the eight? There are a number of games through round 25, 26, 27 that don't involve the Roosters that are crucial for the Roosters' future in 2023. I'll tell you who's crucial for the Roosters. We've got 2AM Tommy and we've got 2 Troy Hutchinson. <laughs> so, he, if, you know, if, if uh, Tommy's man Drew, Drew Hutchinson can keep playing <laughs> like that, then, uh, look, they've got a lot, a lot of work to do there. Um, you know, still fighting to, to make the way in the eight. We had a chat to Boydie Corden yesterday, actually, on the okay. mowers. Uh, yep. Boydie caught in. He just felt like, at the moment, every, you know, every, the, the pressure's dropped a little bit. They're, you know, sort of out of contention, um, realistically. And then, yes. then they're able to play more freely. Um, so he just thinks they're going to finish strong and they're just going to keep trying to knock off whoever they can. Not the right person to ask. Boyd Cordner. No. Well, of course he's going to be a little exactly. bit. Exactly. However. Well, you, you know what I mean. Oh, Scott, yes. You know what I mean. He is a well-trusted figure oh. in footy. You know? Yeah. He, I mean, he's a phenomenal Boyd. And yeah. his mindset is completely outrageous, the way he thinks mm. about that. That's why he walked into – he was captain at the Roosters at 22. Mm. You know, he's captain of New South Wales at 23. Mm. Like, this is a unique individual. We actually had start bench cut for him out of uh, uh, Jared Warrior Hargraves, Payne Haas, and Tenef Sulmaawi. Straight away, Jared. So we, as as you said, very biased. Uh, not not in terms of career, which we were talking about right now. Oh, really? <laughs> and he picked Jared, so you could JWA. be onto something, there, Jimmy. <laughs> you could be onto something. Uh, so you might be a little bit biased. Uh, Socky. So we've got Jeremy Marshall King. Looks like his season is gone. Yeah. So that means he won't be available for the Kiwis either, mate. Oh yeah, that's a big one. That's a that's. Oh, I thought he was very unlucky not to make the squad last year, and. Uh, at parts of that game when they got dusted by 
um, the Kangaroos, um, they could have really used him. So mm. that's that's big, not only for for Jeremy. He's had a great year, yes, as well, and uh, he's you know they're still trying to push and and continue this form that they've played with this year to into next year as well. So it'd be a big loss. So it was a big game for Drew Hutchinson, and I only caught the shorts. Now, there was a, a little bit going on with, uh, was it Dylan Napa and Jared Wallace? Was there was a oh, couple of players on report during the game? I was there as a you know, reunion attendee. Didn't okay. watch a whole heap of footy, so right. got, that, that may have happened. <laughs> that may have happened. I know Dylan got a big cheer when he ran on yeah, the field. I didn't see it, but if Jared Wallace is involved, then I dare <laughs> yes, say there's, yeah. bit, there's some chirping. There's a couple of players. Yeah, Tommy, Nap, he, Naps got penalised because he was a... He was like support. He was being the support runner. That's right. Didn't get the ball, and he just basically pushed over Jared Wallace. Yes, that's clear right. as it was. And the referee, yeah, there wasn't there wasn't much in it. No, okay. yeah, referee saw it straight away though. So well, Dylan, Dylan Napa back since 2019, but I, I am I'm backing the Roosters. They do have on paper at them at the start of the year to win it. I think it sets itself up for a great last round clash against the Bunnies. Oh. Um, last year was. Did you go out to that Tommy Two Phones? I was out at Allianz and watched yes. the Bunnies. Um, get done that round and then play them first round in the finals, which was something unbelievable. I'd never seen a football game about eight blokes sent off and Ashley Klein nearly lost blood loss to his arms. He was yes. waving him around and had him in the air for that long, <laughs> setting blokes off. He can do that, Ashley. Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago, I said it's ridiculous that this round 27 game is being played at a core stadium, the Roosters yeah. up against the, the Rabbitohs home game. It's the same organisation that look up. Send it to Alliance. You've spent $880 million on the stadium. Agreed. Play it there. And now I'm thinking about that game and going, 40000 might not be enough. Mm. They might get, get 50000 at can a I, four stadium. Can I ask you a question, Jim? So today, 2 o'clock, North Sydney Oval, Sam Walker returns for the North Sydney Bears. Oh, he's back. And he's playing today. Um, Robbo got quizzed last night about what's going to happen next week if Sam Walker gets through the 80 minutes. Drew yes. Hutchison just scored two tries last night. Oh, yes. Seems like there's a good balance there. Him. The yeah. attack is looking good. 26 points last week, 30 last night. If he gets through 80 minutes, no injury worries, what happens? Uh, he'll be turning out for the North Sydney Bears next week as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you, you can't, can't with Drew Hutchison through. doing that. He's been fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, unless he comes out and scores a try and gets four try assists and... But I would suggest that Trent Robinson would be loath to change this 17 scope. Yeah, this Sammy's injury has taken a little bit longer than they expected too, right? So um, at first it was supposed to be four to six weeks. Um, it dragged out a little bit longer than expected. So therefore, maybe yeah. they take their time with him as well. True. It might not necessarily be about Hutchinson's playing well and, and Sammy's mm. um, you know, playing poorly in New South Wales Cup. But maybe they may, might just go... Just like Ryan Pappenhausen, who's come back from an extended period of time, out where they just go, give him two or three games. Yeah. And then if required, potentially, imagine if he comes back in that big clash against the yeah, Rabbitohs. Pressure cooker, here you go. <laughs> uh, we'll get to Ryan Pappenhausen's stats very shortly as well. Billy Smith, the Artie Beetson legacy man of the match. Uh, a try, two line breaks, 167 metres, reaching the potential that I think a lot of people saw in him. Three ACLs. Um, he's had his injury concerns through the years. The other big moment in the match was the sin binning of Ray Stone. Here is Wayne Bennett's thoughts on the sin bin post-match. The decision that we got on the sin bin, I think they were the, as much to do with the result as anything else. There's no doubt he got hit in the head. I'm not, not denying that for a moment, but you know, he got put on report and that was fair enough. But we got Cody, uh, Nick Arima got hit in the head with an elbow, which knocked him around too. 
and you know it was just a, a put on report and a penalty. Tackle that Ray was involved in. He was he, he got hit below. Ray was obviously coming to tackle him over the top, and he just dropped his height. You know, and that, that's one of those things that happened in the game, and certainly put it on report and go from there. But you know, I thought the Simon was way over the top. It has a huge impact on the game. They know what the impact it has on the game. And if you look at games over the weekend, you've seen three or four different guys' head eyes, but they get to stay in the field, and they haven't got it right. It's as simple as that. I've got a fair idea what right is, but they don't ask your opinion, so you get on with life. But <laughs> Thoughts? I think he's spot on. Yeah, I agree. It was, yeah. it was soft. It was, it was very hard for Ray Stone to change his position because uh, who was it that... Uh, it was it Hutchinson? It was Hutchinson. It was yeah. Hutchinson. His yeah. legs got cut out just before yes. uh, Ray Stone was coming in. Would have been Ray Stone realistically would have been hitting him right in the uh, mud guts yep. if it wasn't for him dropping someone taking his legs and then clipping him across the head and then it wasn't even like extreme force as well so um, I agree with Wayne totally with all of it yeah. Careless high tackle grade one third and subsequent offence $3,000 uh, if he takes the early guilty plea uh, for Ray Stone on that one how many tries scored two when he was off the field. Yep. So, and, and th there's the game. Does that marry up? Yeah. And I, I think, I mean, this was a talking point last week when you had the four careless grade one uh, high tackles and you had four different outcomes. That's two, right. Two sin bins. That's right. One uh, stayed on the field to report. Yes. And uh, one was sent from Sorry, the field. two sent off. Yeah. One, and then you had the 10 minutes. So you had the same careless grade one. So you go to the judiciary with the same grade Charge. of tackle. Yeah. Yep. But you have four different impacts on the field yes and i wonder if you, the impact that you have on the field say if you're sent off for that game for that play should that come into account when you're going to the judiciary next week of saying well you've, you've missed 80 minutes for this you know because some guy will get on report and then get to play the rest of the game and go well you shouldn't have you should get one like, i don't know how to make that equal in a sense that when you're looking at it you know how do you how do you, how do you how are you judging this? I think that's a frustration that you're hearing from most coaches. He's yes. like, I just saw Nathan Brown out of the line, make contact with the head. He gets in bin. I saw Tommy Burgess run out of the line, make contact with the head, albeit still on his feet and grounded. But he only gets ten. Yeah. But it's the same deal. Yep. It's the same intent. If you're hitting the head, it's black and white. How do you see it, JH? Yeah, I reckon it can't be the be all and end all. The result of the opposition player, but it gives you an indication on the force, yep. right? Yep. So if you look at it, if a player ends up missing the following week, whether it be broken jaw like Uppy Coruscant early in the year and Tino yep. on the yep. raised elbow, or uh, HIA like Hazelton missed the game off yep. the back of the uh, Tommy, Burgess. Tommy Burgess yep. one, yep. I, would, I would factor it in, but it can't be the main reason. Yeah. It has to be a part of a process. Yep. And they do that. They do factor in yep. the outcome. Uh, which is interesting too. Dallin Wateni, Zalesniak, Alex Seafarth, Lachlan Elias and Damien Cook all charged. All can accept early guilty pleas and they will not miss any matches. It will just be a fine. Uh, now we're talking about the John Strange-led uh, Roosters NRLW side. They're and down 12-0. And they've responded. They're, they're, they're down 12-0. Um, so uh, now we had Carl from Cronulla saying that, no, he did the right thing. I agree with Carl. Family comes first, says Carmel. From Gyra. So what do you know? Two people who are wrong listening to the program. So. And are, are they from Cronulla? <laughs> We're both of them from Cronulla. So they're on the Sharkies. Maybe they've had a little play on the Sharkies. I can't wait for the Zoom chat from uh, Strange at halftime to get the girls fired up. Exactly. What. Uh, what about uh, Gyra? Do you not know where Gyra is? No, where's Gyra? Gyra's up near Armada. Oh, is it? Gyra's oh. spud country. Oh. Great area. Potato. Have you been well, up there? I've done a few country boots. Up Am I thinking of Gaimea? I'm thinking Gaimea. of Gaimea. 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 Gaimea.
geography lessons coming up. You're listening to Crunch <laughs> Time on a Sunday, all thanks to Azito. Yeah, welcome back to the program. All hard working here on a Sunday, aren't we, Thomas? Uh, there we go. The Roosters have hit back. John Strange cheering from the hotel room down in Melbourne. 12-6 is the scoreline now. And Carmel has informed us that the Gyra Spuds are playing Narwan in the Group 19 Major Semi-Final today. Uh, we'll go the Spuds. So the story is Mark Spud Carroll had the number plate Spud, S-P-U-D-D. He had the double D. So Brett Rodwell, uh, the aforementioned, Brett Rodwell and I used to call him Spud, d -d 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 -d, <laughs> just because he's an idiot. Uh, and r the reason he didn't have Spud, S-P-U-D, was that there was a potato farmer in Gyra who already had the number plate. So uh, Carmel, if that's correct, can you let us know via the text line? 0457 736 736. Controversy again last night for the Tigers. They lose 30 points to 22 against the Warriors, but... Stefano Utoikamanu was put on report. The raised forearm with Wade Egan. Wade Egan hospitalised. We think he's okay, though. Um, no one's heard him speak, though, so that'll be interesting because there's a number of people have been hit in the throat that have that issue. Uh, so Adam Dwe uh, Dewey uh, put his frustration out on social media. How many weeks in a row can we be on the wrong end of these calls? Seriously, becoming a joke, uh, which has gained a few headlines. Here's what Coach Tim Sheens had to say about the penalty post-match. He better not have after what happened with uh, Appy. The kid didn't get hit in the head at all. He's in, he's gone, he's had some problems with his breathing, but it hit him lower here. Um, was not in the head itself. I, I can't see, all of a sudden it's a penalty. It hasn't been a penalty. One minute later, there was a, another shot. Fenua Blake got, got one of our kids with a, with a ball, not carrying the ball. Um, nothing, and then there was another one, and then we finally got a penalty. But oh, there's a league change that's ruling on it. Uh, Abby, there was no penalty, no uh, no suspension when when it happened to him. Well, why is this why is this a problem? Yeah, I thought the uh, commentary from Appy Corusiel to the ref at the time uh, when Stefano was put on yeah. report. Yeah, what about me a couple of weeks ago? And then just ran off. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't want to interact with it. But he brings up a good point. And yeah. I think from that point, I think Tino's the player that has really highlighted this play. So he had it against uh, Uppy, and then Reed Marnie a couple of weeks later, and then he follows up and finally gets suspended on Mitch Moses. Um, so now I think it, it's at the forefront of uh, the judiciary, the referees, um, and poor Uppy Curacao would. Would be looking at those sorts of things, and and I know I think you know what you're saying about Wade Egan, where um, he he went to the hospital. Hopefully he's okay, but they did get one back a little bit later. Uh, Dolan Watson as Lesniak uh, gets John Bateman in the throat. I think. Yeah, I, I think I saw that. I That's think Johnny, the one that I did see. Johnny Bateman played it up a little bit. Yeah, he, he sort of oh. knew that you know he's, he's that's a bit of footy IQ and. Mm. A bit of gamesmanship there because he knew that one was blown early in uh, in the game. How, so I thought he just he played that nicely. How common does it happen to a couple of uh, leagueies to just a punter over here? Is that What's sort that? of acceptable? Sort of the raising of the arm to the throat. I mean, is it is it is it deliberate or is it a bit accidental? And does it merit the the, the harsh come down in penalties? I would suggest it's a, uh, it, it's. Um there's a lot of players that do it, and it's a normal reaction. Where, yeah. where does you, if you're carrying the football, where does your arm go? Mm. Well, uh, particularly and, with the tackling techniques and, that are quite high these days. And and you know we to... see guys like uh, Jared Warrior Hargreaves, we see Jesse Bromwich do it a lot of the time. Uh, Payne Haas probably not so much, but any number of guys run and will put their elbow up as a bumper bar 
Now, this one hit Wade Egan in the throat. If you hit someone in the head, you're in trouble because yep. you've hit someone yeah. in the head. But as Tim Sheen's pointed out, uh, that that decision again goes against the West Tigers. Does it, does it mean they lose the game? Maybe not, but we don't know. And there's another one that is a little frustrating for all, all fans alike. Just on that, the number of people watching that game, West Tigers v Warriors, 94,000. On any given day, weekend, that would have been at least 160,000. Yeah, true. They're yeah. all watching the Matildas. Well, that's well half well, of them are watching the Matildas. I was watching Hart trying yeah. to do a bit of JH and do a bit of yeah. either. The question I also have then on the back of that, so you've got players and defenders now looking to go a bit higher because they don't want to tackle a bit lower. Then Damien Cook gets placed on report, so I'm not sure if you saw that tackle um, uh, against the Dragons. Now, he went in for a nice tackle, um, went down below the waist, and, you know, all this, all, all these penalties yeah. being given away for guys wrapping up a bit too high, you know, carrying the ball you yep. know, and just getting it slightly wrong and then getting a shoulder to the head. So you've got a guy who's coming down with good technique, rips in, gets a little bit of a lift into the turf, and it, it's marginal in, in regards. He lands on his horizontal, back, horizontal, yeah. and then yeah. gets penalised. So now we're... You know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You, you, you're going up tight to try and stop a tackle, and then you, you've got a guy who's got great technique, cuts a bloke in half, shows his power in his defensive position. The player's not injured, but now he's on report for a, a, a spear tackle, so, so to speak. And I'm like, well, what, what do you expect these players to do to show aggression or show intent in their tackling styles? Yeah, it's tougher for those, especially those smaller players that mm. we were alluding to before with Tino. Like, you look at all three of the same guys, halfback and two hookers, mm. right? They're just right in his range. Um, you mentioned Jared Rui Hargraves. I reckon I can remember copping multiple uh, blows to the around in around the throat yep. throughout a season. Maybe half a dozen a year when we played against Jared. <laughs> probably he was he was good for three of them a year when only playing <laughs> only playing twice. So Mal like, Meninga made a career out of yes. it with the old concrete bumper bar on the front. Just yeah, <laughs> even further back. Um, so, you know, some of the players is a little bit more loose back then, but there were re repeat offenders for sure, Jimmy. I, and I, Tino's yeah. the modern day Tino, version yeah. of it right now for sure. Yeah. Um, Jared was, you know, he, he one of Jared's problems for years there at the Roosters, where there was all this conversation around sort of where Radley is at the moment. Yeah. About trying to control his aggression and not go over that line and and not make those silly plays. I remember during during my time playing against the Roosters, J Jared was. Would often do that, so because the coach, you want them pushing right up to the line. Yeah, because intimidation is real, right? If you're 145 k's an hour, you bowl a short one. The batsman's like, right, this just got real, mm. right? I'm happy yeah. to get the 133 k an hour. You want them hesitating or questioning the next, yep. the next hit up, Absolutely. and whether that means a little bit of a loose elbow, high-ish around the chest, neck. It, it surely would it'd, it'd give a sense of course or, or that half a second I'm stopping here and hesitating and that's all they want from you don't they JWH and the big guys running through the yeah. middle is just that easier contact and a bit more to poke their head through the mm. line 28 years ago I know but the the late great <laughs> Arthur Beetson was saying to me at train well saying to a group of us at training uh he wasn't coach but he, he used to come down and you know when Arthur talks he listen he talked about how you use your elbows just when the player's tackling you just on your point of your elbow into their shoulder mm. he said just keep bumping on that he said they get it, it you it's think control, about that it absolutely it. kills your shoulder now he's not mm -hmm. saying hit people in the head with it but just keep sticking your elbow into them yeah so yeah good idea Beto. Scotty, all right for you mate Scotty Sattler <laughs> said he had a pre-season um I forget the coach but he said pre-season they used to cut half a tire yeah stick them up on the walls yeah 
So whoever his coach was at the time, he said they used to have him doing 10, 15 minutes just so the coach, the half a, a tyre cut, stuck yep. to the wall. He said, there's, all, there's this sweet spot in your shoulder, the coach would keep saying. So you just keep hitting it left shoulder, right shoulder until you found the sweet spot. He goes... It was great that year we had nine shoulder reconstructions. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. doesn't sound yeah, good yeah. to me. It didn't, st- it didn't start positively <laughs> for me as well. Yeah. Twelve ten, the scoreline now. The Roosters have scored again. Twelve ten, uh, the Sharkies leading. So that's two tries apiece in that NRLW game. We'll keep you updated with that. Your bunnies get home. They keep alive the top eight dreams and aspirations. Latrell Mitchell, some very good points again. Really scrappy game, turnovers and. All over the place. But Alex mm. Johnson, man, oh, man. You say a lot of things about Alex Johnson, but he knows how to score a try. One eight seven. He's going to fly past Billy Slater, and he's going to put a mark between he and Ken Irvine. Ken Irvine, 212. He will beat that, and it will happen next year. You think he'll do it next year? Well, he's on yeah, target. To, he scored 20 tries yep. in his last four seasons. Yep. So let's say he finishes this year with 192. Yep. That's I don't think that he gets five more tries. Yeah, yeah, and then then he's yeah, got to score Jack, twenty again. Jack White yep. again to that side wherever he, wherever he plays. Great point. Yeah, yeah. so you you just, just got point. these blokes playing inside and yeah, you'd like to play on the same side of the field. Depends. Tass probably on the, probably Jack White would be playing left center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. Jack, just pass it, pass it. Yeah. Uh, now we've got to make mention <laughs> of this. Ryan Pappenhausen. This is such a good story. Dangerous. If you're coming up against the Melbourne Storm, I think. Ryan Pappenhausen, 80 minutes, first tick. 16 points, one try, 127 metres, one line break, two line break assists, two try assists, six tackle breaks. They said last week he didn't hit top speed, but he could have in the 40 minutes. I wonder if he hit top speed in the 80 minutes yesterday. I didn't see that game, but that would have been a very, very interesting one for the sunny coast Falcons. All right, uh, lots of text messages coming in. We'll get to them after the break. 0457 736 736. Crunch time on a Sunday, all thanks to Azito. Yeah, welcome back to the program. Uh, we got a, What have we got the news coming up very shortly? Before that, it's all thanks to Azito too, by the way. Azito Power Tools, German designed. Uh, with the quality and innovation that's been powering DIYs all day, every day. We've got the injury update, thanks to Best Sheds. Beat the steel price rise now. That steel price rise, you know, it's just been coming for years, hasn't it? Connolly Lemuelu and Kenny Bromwich, both concussions. Jeremy Marshall King, we talked about that. So based on that scope, question without notice, hooker for New Zealand is automatically going to be Brendan Smith? Yeah, Cheese. I I would have thought uh, Cheese probably would have been... The hooker regardless, and then Jeremy plays the 14 role. Gee, I'd, I'd like Jeremy starting in cheese as you... Yeah, because then you can play 14. cheese in that middle yeah. 13 role yeah. after. Um, or, or or either. Like, dude, it's just great versatility because Jeremy can also play in the halves as well. We we ask him every every uh, Monday when he's on, Madge on a Monday, uh, and he's very diplomatic. But I'll ask you, what do you do with Sean Johnson, Jerome Ooh. Hughes, and Dylan Brown? Ooh. Yeah, I that's mean, the toughest one. Sean mm. Johnson's years. <laughs> uh, you know what I'd phenomenal. do? Yeah, I'd play Shawnee and Dill Brown, and put Jerome at fullback. Then, then you're able to put Joey Manu to the centres. Our, our, our weakest point. Hang on, he's, he's put the coat there. You just, yeah. you just got the job. Yeah, we we really uh, struggled at the left centre position last year because Joey Manu played fullback. Who played left? Charles Nickel Clogstat. Right. 
He's an improved footballer this well, year. Well, Chansey would be a big chance for the fullback jersey as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think I'd prefer that. Then you've got Petter Hicku on the right. Joseph Manu on the left, two out-and-out centres. What about um, Matthew Timakor? Timakor was a part of the squad last year as well. Uh, down there working with the Kiwis coach. Well, that's... Michael uh, he, yeah, and, and Petter's off to uh, Super League next year. So um, I, could, I could easily see that happening. But Petter's been a really good servant for the New Zealand Kiwis over the years. Played multiple positions. Yeah. Fullback, 5-8, I think, in a yes, couple of has. tests. Yes, he has. Yes. Um, in centers, but um, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to Matty Timokol as well, who was part of our World Cup squad last year as well. Two, possible three test matches coming up for the Kiwis at the end of the year. That will be very interesting. Mitch Moses, fractured eye socket. Gee whiz. Brave, wasn't it? To, That's to play another, he basically played the half with it, didn't he? Deals are gone. Right, do we all accept that? As of six weeks ago, yeah. Okay. And bad, bad again today. <laughs> right, you would love to have backed him at, say, $3.60 to miss the eight at oh. Top Sport. Uh, uh, Andrew Davey, that was a bad concussion. Wade Egan, uh, we talked about that throat injury. Ben Trebojevich, Brad Parker. My word, that Brad Parker one was... And he got a little knock last week. Talk about sub-concussions and concussions staying in yeah. your body. A little hit last week. I'll ask you a question. Did you see Josh Schuster when he got driven back and got the... It almost seemed a bit similar. So he had the head slam in that same game, went back, hit his head bit slow to play the ball, but not even a HIO, mm. which to me looked a bit the same because he was groggy getting up and playing the ball. Um, anyway, it was obviously missed by the HIA and he went on to play the rest of the game anyway. But Best sheds. Uh, hit the sheds before we get hit by the steel price rise. So lots of text messages coming in. We've got to talk about Tino Fasua Mala, are we? Oh, yeah. Ten. ten. Cash money. Cash money. Cash money. <laughs> Thanks, John. Ten years, 12 mil. <laughs> Thanks, John. Boom. <laughs> uh, we, actually... Why don't we do it? Do you like a 10-year deal? And, and and it's not just any 10-year deal. It's a 10-year deal for Tino Fasua Mala Awi. Yeah, uh, it's a tough one. In normal circumstances, no. But the character of the player plays a big part, right? Bingo. So you've got a guy who's won a competition already at the Melbourne Storm. Mm. Uh, 22, 23 years old, becomes captain of the club mm. because of the way... I'll tell you a story about Tino Fasua Mala Awi, actually. Oh, yeah. um, so on. we were... When when the Queensland team won the worst ever, the yeah. worst ever Queensland team won the Origin series. Twenty twenty, I ended up because I'm mates of Munster. We went up there. We went up to Byron. They were yeah enjoying their uh, yes. celebrations. Yes. So I caught up with Munster. We were in Byron, seeing a lot of the players. They were all out and about. They were enjoying themselves as you do. Just won a series. It was the back end of the season. Remember? Yep. yep. Tino wasn't there because he was leaving Melbourne, going to Gold Coast, and he wanted to get in and get to preseason with his team. That was. The first impression that Tino gave to the Gold Coast Titans, he forego, forwent the celebrations yep. up in Byron Bay, Bay mm. with the rest of the Queensland team and went straight into the facilities at Gold Coast and started training with the group. The little things are the big things. Mm. Yeah, I mean, those deals, I mean, what was the last 10-year deal? Would have had to been... Um, Tamalolo. Tamalolo at 10 years. Oh, or, or Dylan Brown, the 10 year, but he can get out of it within two years. <laughs> Something like yeah. that. I remember that so one. So I, I think... If you've got the right guy that is going to um, impress your stakeholders, you've got a guy who's going to lead, you've got a guy you can build your club around. I think it's a great, I think it's a great play for the Gold Coast. Get that continuity and consistency in player, and he is a quality human being and player by the sounds of things. Twenty-three years of age, he'll be twenty. He'll be thirty-three years of age mm. at the completion of his ten-year contract. That they're going to get the best of him. He's engaged fully in the club. Uh, he, he will he's the now. Face. He's the face of Gold Coast. He will now attract players. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Because there was a bit of talk that he was going to go with Holbrook. 
um, potentially because there was a clause in his contract, but contract maybe down with the Roosters. I'm missing a few out of the bigger men up front, but you know what that meant? Yeah, that meant on. that he could just renegotiate. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and they've done it nicely. Cash money. Cash money. <laughs> More of that after the break. Crunch day. Join the conversation. Call 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Azito. All day, every day. Yeah, we are looking to launch into the second hour here. Crunch Time on a Sunday. Justin Horro, Steve O'Keefe. My name's Jimmy Smith. Tommy Two Phones is here as well. We're looking at the Roosters on the attack again. But thwarted by the Cronulla Sharks. They'll play it a metre out from their own goal line. 12-10, the scoreline in the NRLW clash currently being played down at Points Bet Stadium. And we've got 31 and a half minutes remaining in that one. You're doing it all... No, actually, we're doing it all thanks to Azito. Azito Power Tools, German design quality and innovation powering DIYers all day, every day. We'll talk Payne Haas very shortly. The contract saga... And we'll also talk about Vegas Baby, I think, uh, which is uh, coming up for four NRL teams in March. Before we do that, text messages flying in, boys. Let's get to them. 0457 736 736. If you want to give us a call, we'll take that. one 1170 And, of course, get us on the socials. DM us. Slide into our DMs at SEN League Twitter and Instagram as well. Hi, boys. Dragons rumour. Dragons to sign Chad Townsend come November 1. Reunite with Flano and mentor Junior Amon. Ben Hunt to be released. Then we'll go to the Titans. Ben Hunt wants out of the Dragons. Menai Dragon. Are we back there, are we? Are we back there? Yeah, I did hear that resurface. Uh, resurface, sorry. Uh, about a week ago, after the Cherry Evans 300th game, I heard chat um, that Ben Hunt still indeed. Still wanted out. Still wants out at the end of the season. So uh, the Chad Townsend one's very interesting. I thought he's done a great job up with the Cowboys. I'd assume that they probably wouldn't want to let him go. You would assume, though, that they wouldn't want to extend him, though. Yeah, ex- yeah, right? So he's right. coming to the last year of his three-year deal. Mm, so Chad right. might look at it and go, hmm, where do I go to get an extra one or two years? You're probably looking at an extra. You'd, you'd want a three-year deal to finish up there. And and do you get the sense that Tommy Dearden could run aside now? We'll see. Yeah, Tommy Dearden's negotiations come into it for sure. So Tommy becomes available... Uh, to negotiate November 1 yep. for the following season. And I dare say he's going to have to be paid top tier half money. So give, us, give us an a, uh, what do you think he's I'd worth? say north of 800000 Yep. For Tommy Dearden. Yep. And then if that is the case, then he has to become the guy. Okay. Okay. Um, that, you, I, I just, if I was the Cowboys, I wouldn't want to be getting, getting losing him that quickly. Or abruptly. Chad. Yeah. Yeah. I He's mean, been great for them. It's, it's been a mate. Turn that club around. I mean, they've been mediocre this year, but they're still a young playing group. But you just go around, and you look at the quality halves and what how it's reinvigorated his career up there. Yes. And then you go and move again and have to start again with combinations. I'm like, geez, I'd be trying so hard to get those key pieces of the puzzle together, stick them in, and then work around um, both him and did and so. But the other part, now, let's make the assumption that Menai Dragon is correct on this. The other part of Ben Hunt going to the Titans. So the Titans, you look at them and you go, yes, yep, that would they be become attractive. Yes. You know the other thing about a 10-year deal? I was thinking about this. <laughs> the 10-year deal is Everything. an endorsement of the Titans, but not necessarily Des Hasler. Right. So you've now, you're, Tino will outlast Des Hasler. Des won't coach at the Titans for a decade. 
I wonder what clauses are in there. Like what coaches, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. When, you're, when you've got that, you know, it was so vital that Tino re-signed with the Titans. You have enormous negotiating power. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they would have dictated would... negotiations, yeah. right? Yeah. The, well, but you'd also think that in that, from a club's point of view, they're probably saying, right, well, we've had this little rain cloud over us about because of your deal with Holbrook being here and not. Maybe yep. it is part of the clause to say, well, we'll give you longevity, but we don't would be sitting here if we do go through three coaches that you're going to then decide or move out. So yeah, that's contract's right. always written in favour of the person writing it in most situations. Ooh, yeah, I'd, I'd challenge that. Well, you can have your own clauses in there, and sometimes they do come up yep. for whatever. But, I mean, we're going to go on and move on to the Payne Haas thing in a minute. But yep. Sonny Bill Williams and other players, or, or even my time during sport, you know, you're as trusted and faithful as, as to when that 30th of June comes up on your contract. Then after that, they can tell you all you want to go. But if, if they don't want you or cut you or don't want to play you, that's completely a coach's discretion. So, mm. um, you know, and that's generally around your contract. So, you know, I've always been taught when you do your contracts, try and favour them as much as possible because generally they are written in the favour of the person who's writing it. They want control over your behaviours, your movements, or how they want to see you fit into the club. Yeah, uh, and, and that's fair as well. Change today, Harry Grant coming off the bench in that Storm v Raiders game. Uh, so that'll be on at, that's at four o'clock. Yeah, two o'clock. Yeah, yeah. so he's, he's out. Also a late change. Will Warbrick's out. He's experiencing neck soreness. So, Remus Smith is making his return Ooh, from that adductor good. injury. Nice. Um, Tom Heisenhuth shifts, shifts to the bench. Ellie Katoa is going to start. And so, Bronson Garlic is going to start at hooker. No changes to the Canberra side. Bronson Garlic at hooker. Mm. Wow, that is a throwback. Inverell beat Maury Boomerangs yesterday in the minor semi. So, Carmel's given us a Group 19 update. So, that's fantastic. If you want to give us a group update, please do so. Uh, afternoon crunch time is my best city to surf time. One hour, 11 minutes. 24 seconds. Great run, Justin. What finish time are you looking at for the marathon? That's coming in from Jace. Jace, I'm just trying to get sub fours for the marathon. That's right. my target. Yeah. Yep. Under four hours. Um, I'm on target for that at the moment. I ran a half marathon in an hour and 55. Yes. So, however, yes. Yeah. That's given yeah. you, yeah. you Do not double your time. Yeah. I know. Do not double your time. I know. And that's why I say, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm roughly on, on target at the moment. So I'm accounting for um, that 35, 36 kilometre mark where the legs start to go what on. What sort you. of kit do you go? Do you go, are you a skins man? You know, with is it just the bike tights <laughs> and the, and the, and the, the mesh singlet is it? This well, house. We're going to want to give a shout out back. to uh, Asics as oh, well. For oh, the oh, leading here. I was there just, we go. Just well done. Thanks for well well asking. Written Asics. in your favour. <laughs> written in your favour. I will. I will say the uh, the magic speeds went a treat today. Um, just trialing out a, f- a few different shoes in preparation for the city marathon. Okay. And en- energy bar. What's give them a plug? Who, uh, no you... energy bar. Oh, body science. I'm with body science. Okay. Uh, so all the supplements that body science provide us uh, before. And pr- after the race. Um, Nathan Picklum and the team. Yeah, Picko. Shout yes. out to Picko yeah. on the gang there, Greg. Um, you know, they're a sponsor of the Podcast Levels Network. Jimmy, why we're Mate, at I it? can't believe it's the uh, second hour. It took the second BSC. hour. BPSC. <laughs> and and poor old Jimmy sponsored by Lowe's. He gets his, <laughs> he's running in a suit and tie. Hey, at Lowe's. Uh, look at the, I've got the Asics. I've got there the Asics Keanu yeah. gels on. I yeah. love them. Uh, now, um, just on that, uh, 
Speaking of contracts, Payne Haas, what do we make of this? Sonny Bill Williams has spoken out today in News Corp. Uh, I'm not against him playing for any club. I want him. To, he's got a great relationship with Payne, as we know. Yep. Uh, he's got to do what's best for himself and his family. I've heard clubs talk about loyalty and how much they love the player. And then five days later, they're getting cut to bring someone else in. Wherever it's a story, it's about a contract negotiation. You're the big bad wolf and people want to line you up. I'm not here to tell him to do this or that. I'm just here to support him. Thoughts, JH? Um, yeah, well, Sonny's almost the, you'd almost say he's the poster child for changing the way players viewed, um, whether it's re-signing, contracts, because uh, he sort of changed the game for, for, mm. for our era. When I was coming through uh, 2010, you know, Sonny went through all those dramas uh, early on with 2007. the Bulldogs, 2007, yep. 2008, and, and he's right, like, how many times have you been in a locker room? Um, with guys, Jimmy or, or Sock, where it's, you know, everything's going well. And then as soon as you hit a bit of adversity, player's contract might not mean as, as much as they have in the past. It happened to me twice. Um, so that's where Sonny's coming from, I guess. And you know, the loyalty card comes out when it's generally a big dog. When it's a player of Payne Haas's ability, um, they're quick to, you know, lean on that loyalty card yeah. and go, we brought you through. But there are five or six players that will just quite easily be let go from the club and, and there'll be no loyalty from, from that side. So I guess that's where Sonny's coming from. It surprises me that, that teams use that line. Like it, it's almost in sense of desperation. But, oh, but we raised you and provided you and gave you opportunity. Well, you know what? It, 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 they will then give you a contract which they think you will sign, not necessarily what you're worth. So I think what Sonny Bill's saying, and in all of this, the irony I think is for for Payne Haas and not knowing him too well, but only what I'm seeing and reading is probably what's best for him is to probably stay around family in Brisbane. Mm. You know, he's got some stuff going on off the field. He's got family that lives up there. I wouldn't know. But in regards to going out and searching and getting your top dollar, which might be what Sonny's alluding to and where he might be happy or a move might be good for him, I'm all for that. I'm all for the player doing um, doing what he, you know, doing doing what's best in his best interest. And I think the days of loyalty, look, you know, you're loyal when you're there playing. And then if you get another opportunity that is better, that better fit for you, money-wise, family-wise, I'm 100% behind what Sonny Bill has to say. Jamie Frasad has just gone over for her third try of Ooh. the afternoon. 20 points to 12. John Strange doing it by remote control oh. down there from the hotel. He they might actually responded. be out at the stadium <laughs> by now. He might be on the big screen. Though. He might have somehow <laughs> got up on the big screen. And, just uh, line it up a bit further. <laughs> left, left, left. 22 and a half minutes remaining in that one as they line up the kick at goal. From my point of view with Payne Haas, yes. it's this. Give um, it to us, Jimmy. My point of view is this, that you get you extract the most out of where you want to be, yep. right? Now, if he thinks being at the Broncos is the best thing for his future, then extract as much money as you possibly can out of the Broncos. And if that means agitating by your manager with other NRL clubs, with other codes, yep. do it. Do it. Now, you know, whatever trick is open to you. However, not right now. Do not do it now because your Brisbane Broncos, and it was reinforced in ga again on Friday night. I've got the Panthers over the line, right? They're done. They are bomb-proof. Nothing can hurt them. But the way the Broncos are playing now and the way they played on Friday, a Panthers-Broncos grand final is a cracking game of rugby mm. league. Payne Haas is a huge part of that. The last thing the Broncos need is a distraction. This could be a distraction. Mm. Don't make it a distraction. Payne Haas, come out and your manager's got to do it yourself and the club's got to do it. We're really interested in signing Payne. I'm really interested in uh, exploring my options. However, we're going to do that in October That's, that, after, the, after the final series.
Yeah, and I think that's what uh, Payne's manager has been trying to push, right? He's been trying to, I guess what we talked about with regards to the loyalty chat, when that, when that, when those conversations are put out into the open, whether it be in the papers or media, they know that that doesn't sit with the players anymore. It's the fans. It's getting the fans pushing that narrative forward, yep. right? And yep. so that then builds pressure on Payne because every game he goes to now, when he's walking into the stadiums, you have Brisbane Broncos fans going, Payne, you're going to stay. You're going to be loyal. Yeah. You're going to stay with us. So yeah. that's that's where that chat comes from. And uh, mm. I think in the perfect world, Payne and his management would love to extend this to October, even November. Yeah. Get value from – even if he does end up saying, get as much value as totally. he can from all the other clubs bidding on him and rugby union and then getting top dollar at the Broncos. You're Rugby Australia, you're another NRL club, and you're the Brisbane Broncos. What are you, Socky, playing Payne Haas in the future? It, it's it's six figure, it's seven figures to start with. And how – look, we've just seen Tino sign – 1.2. Maybe there's yep. a bit of character involvement with that, but I think Payne's, in my opinion, the best forward in the game. I can see him being, there's a longevity in there. I can see the reason that Brisbane have had a successful, let's call it, two seasons, even though they missed out and faded last year, but they had some critical injuries at the back end of last year. He's been pivotal to their success. You know, his post-contact moves would have to be there, the, probably the top in the game. Best forward. So I, I'm signing for over a million bucks, and if I'm Brisbane, I'm desperate to get his signature. Um, now, but, over a million won't do it. Give me a number because well, they've offered him 1.1 oh, okay. and he said not enough. Okay. Well, I, I, I would throw something like three years, potentially four years at 1.2 a year and match match similar to what Tino's getting. What are you paying him? Yeah, about the same. Five year, 1.2. Depends on the club too, like where you're at as a club. Correct. Could, would play into the um, the decision as well for sure. But 1.2 over five sounds about right. And it's, it's, this is a conversation that just hasn't been happening. This is the second time. Remember 18 months ago and there was yes. talk about him. Yes. Le- it was same deal. I want to play in a team that's going to make the finals. That was yep. Payne's statement then with yep. his management team. And, you know, listening to football experts, Matty John says, like, look, this is just a relationship that isn't going to mend there at the Broncos. They were sort of struggling and teetering on the eight at that stage. They should just break parts with break ways with him now. So this is not something the Broncos haven't seen before. And not something the fans haven't seen before, but the, the change in situation here is is that the Broncos are now actually a team. You know what he wanted 18 months ago was a team that was going to make the finals or, or potentially win a comp. Well, you fast forward now, they're sitting second. They're on equal playing points as the as the Panthers and playing arguably the most exciting football out of all teams in the comp. So now it's now it's going back to money and family. He, so you know he's. He's won Player of the Year at the Brisbane Broncos the last four years. Yeah. He's won Dalian <clears throat> Prop of the Year three of the last four years. He's statistically the greatest front rower that's ever yeah, played yeah, the game, yeah. and he's 23 years of age. Do not be surprised if he is happy at Brisbane that we're looking at a minimum eight-year deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, oh, especially off the back of the Tino news now. Yeah, I would say, I'll throw some at you, Jimmy and Sock. Mm. I've heard these rumblings now for a while that he has been obviously – whatever's been reported or whatever, that he does, in, in fact, want to come back down to Sydney. They ended up losing Tom, Tom Flegler to the, to the Dolphins. Good player. If you were at the start of the year and you've got an indication along the way that Payne's most likely going to leave regardless, would you have not... Tr- would, you, would you have tried to gamble and continue to try to get Payne? Or would you have tried to lock down maybe a sure thing like Thomas Flegler who just come back to... 
just getting him on a decent enough contract to keep him. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. And, and you know what you're doing? You're doing it. You're making decisions without perfect information. Mm. And that's really hard. And it might, it, it might <laughs> yeah, come yeah. back to bite them, you know. Because if they lose Flegler and, and they lose Haas, then it's like, oh, geez, we got that horribly wrong. The other thing we don't know is what's coming through the system. Because mm. every kid still, I think, in Queensland, first choice, play with the Broncos. I like that Xavier Wilson that they've got. Good player. I like Big, him. Big, strong. I like him. Uh, so their the depth, depth of squad is amazing. The other thing about it, if you're paying Haas, you go, yeah, we're competitive, but our halfback's 33. Mm. <laughs> He's only got one more year. Yeah. So how, how long are we competitive? And yeah. Reese Walsh is on a really club-friendly <laughs> contract at the moment, isn't he? Due yeah. to the circumstances of leaving He's the Warriors. Rival, yeah. Yep. And the, the reason that the Warriors let him go is because he took less money to go back, to yep. be back with family. Mm. So Reese Walsh. Whenever they start those negotiations, yeah. they ain't going to be cheap What's as well. Yeah. Okay, throw a number at me. He's oh. he's, he's a mil- Like if, what, Kalen Pong is on 1.2, 1.3? 1.4, Kalen. 1.4. You've got to start at a mil for Walshy then. Uh, if yeah. he's the incumbent Queensland is fullback. He not, is he not the most exciting? You're a young kid now watching that, and he's he'd be enough if I was a five- or six-year-old kid watching football to pick up a football and start playing. because He's taken over Kalen. Yeah, he, he and it's amazing because the most errors – in the game between him, I think Nico Hines and some other ball players, he, he, he's, he's, I think he's probably up to 50 given the other night he had five. Yeah, yeah. But you forget the quick five because yeah. he had the try assist, the yeah. chip, yeah. The, the running deep into the line, the, the, the cutout pass off the base of the scrum. He hits the line so quick. They just attacked that left side pretty sharply when um, Moses went off. And he, yeah. he just dragging in four or five defenders. He's, yeah, and those blue eyes, jeez, well, signing him. There's a, there was two <laughs> things I was going to say. If you were the Brisbane Broncos and you pushed that contract across the table to me at a million dollars, I would very politely push it back. And if say, you're management of okay, so what are you I'd saying? Say try again. <laughs> yeah. What are you? Sure. What, so okay, minimum you one give point us a number. three. Minimum one point three. three. Wow. The, the way they'll do it though, though, mm. and this is the other point I was going to make, and it relates directly to his magnificent blue eyes, yeah. and that Summing is that it, you put a million in the cap. And, and then you cannot tell me you can't get some third-party deals. The Broncos are the masters of third-party deals for Reese Walsh. Mm. You cannot tell me that you couldn't get Maybe them. some free chips at the craps table over All in that. Vegas when they head over there. Just, you, just get in the your word's not mine, route. Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, Jimmy, um, and Sock and Scope. So Walsh contracted to the end of 2025. Selwyn Cobbo contracted until the end of 2025. Do they both play for the Broncos in 2026? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good question. I, if I'm the Broncos, I am desperate to keep Reese Walsh. Right, he's got a really strong negotiating hand. I don't even let him get anywhere near November one. Yeah, he's my priority. <laughs> yeah, um, Selwyn. I look at Selwyn and I think we're talking body shapes when we're talking about the NRLW. I'm looking at Selwyn and I'm like, I'm not sure how committed physically Selwyn is to the game. Yeah, he'd be he'd be a luxury pick if you could get. Yes. Him, you know what I mean. Like yeah. if you could somehow maintain Selwyn on for whatever. For whatever reason, he ends up staying because, you know, they've won a comp or, or one or two in the next couple of years. Enjoys playing with the playing group. Yep. But um, f- from, you know, his junior days, he's always had aspirations to play fullback himself, right? Yep. Mm. So I dare say come 2025, do you say, Tommy? Yeah. Him and will, Walsh both end of There will be teams coming to see uh, well and truly if Selwyn Cobbo can play fullback full time. S- someone's in Reese Walsh's ear right now telling him you're grossly underpaid. And he's got to have. He's got to, so you. And that's got, you, Jimmy. So, <laughs> so what the what the cash money, baby? What the what yeah. the Broncos have to do is pay him next year. Yeah. Even though he's not in your cap, just give him something because otherwise these things can fester. 
and just get it done. Get it done. Yeah. Get it done. And, I'm and just paying and, with loyalty. Oh, come on, mate. Yeah, well, that's up. true. We picked you up at the Warriors. We're looking after you. <laughs> that's right. Take unders because of loyalty. Use yeah. all of that. Loyalty Use doesn't get to keep the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then when the contract gets done, push it back. Go, keep going, David. David, not you're loyal. heading in the right direction, not Dave Donahue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit more loyalty. A little bit more I'm loyalty. I'm going to send that back. Uh, the ultra-loyal Steve O'Keefe, 13th year at the Sydney Sixers. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, loyalty is oh. a big thing. Scope and I, we bounce around to anyone who would have us. Fair. one 300 1170 457-736-736. A break on Crunch Time. We're back with more. Welcome back to the Crunch Time. We're doing it all thanks to Azito. Azito Power Tools. German design quality and in it. They do it well, the Germans, don't they? With that sort of that sort of stuff. Well mm. done. Uh, Mercedes-Benz, Azito. It's all sort of working for me. Innovation powering DIYs all day, every day. BMWs as well, of course. Uh, I think it's really important when you get together with a group and you're in a working environment that you build relationships, you, you find some commonality. What we've all discovered here is we all got sacked <laughs> as professional athletes. So, um, Scope, you've got a good yarn about how you got sacked out of the Parramatta Reels. I love the fact that it finished up really well for you. Yeah, it turned out well, didn't it? Uh, 2012, I had a three-year deal. I signed that with Daniel Anderson. Um, yep. he, oh, gave yeah. me, he gave me my first jersey and then extended me with my time at Parramatta. So, I signed 11-12-13. Ricky Stewart come in. He had... I wasn't a part of his plans. Yes. Uh, he, he let me know that I'd be playing the year in New South Wales Cup and yep. I wasn't a part of his plans moving forward. So, uh, silver lining, I ended up going to Manly Seagulls and playing in a grand final that year and they get the spoon. So, isn't that, there you that, go. That, that, wow. is, is it, that almost would have been schadenfreude, just in enjoying other people's yes. demise. But you're just enjoying it week <laughs> in, week out. I don't know what I enjoyed... Play, more oh, oh, going yeah. to the grand final or, or them, them getting a spoon. It was, <laughs> it was equally satisfying. <laughs> what and, about you? And if you got that over it since, yeah, mine was similar. I got sacked from the, the Blues um, after having, uh, I, I, mean, I would have done 20 years, I reckon, playing from junior time in there. And the way they do it's pretty, I think it's for everyone in any work situation. HR brings you in, windowless room, and you handed your ass on a, on a platter and yeah. said, see you later. Um, but the positive was that I was able then to go and play the silver lining for me was I've been able to play another four years of Big Bash. So without the, maybe the wear and tear of standing in the sun and baking yourself till you're, till you're silly, uh, chasing a red ball around, I've been able to play the shorter form and still play mm. till I'm 39. So, um, yeah, not good times. And it's funny because I was chatting to Lexi's brother, who uh, Lexi's brother-in-law, Hayden Schwoss, who's playing his 147th game for the Burley Bears. So he's played a lot oh, of wow. stuff. And, um, yeah. Luke Burt's come in there as a coach and then, you know, he's been player's player for every year. He hasn't missed a game. And then Luke Burt's just, just pumped him out the back. And he only wow. probably wants to play another year. He's 28. Probably just missed the window, obviously, of position professionally. He's a back rower, plays right. on the edge. You know, one of those guys and does all the, you know, tough carries, hard worker, yep. good team man. You know, you just, you can just get him to do his stuff and he gets it done. You don't have to worry about him. Unfortunately for him, he's missed out. So, and I was sort of explaining to Lexi, my partner, you know, the sport very rarely offers up fairy tales. You, you do see them because they come up a lot. You know, oh, it's the Brandon Smith, and they, they can all go out on a nice fairy tale. The Australian cricket team, yep. McGrath, Warner, yep. Langer, Hayden yep. all went out. I said, but that is 0.01% yeah, yeah, of a sports yeah. person's career that they yeah. get the fairy tale. Generally, you cut off at the knees, unexpected, and then you spend the next 12 months of your life having a good hard look in the mirror. Jimmy, 30, 30 points to 12, uh, the Roosters. <laughs> the, the Sharks led this NRLW game 12-0. And they up 12-0 in the first 
10 mi- uh, minutes, 30 points to 12. So John, <laughs> John Strange doing it superbly. Is that John Strange? No, there, was a, there was a shot of someone in the, in the crowd. That, to my knowledge, that That's... was not John Strange, uh, but we do not know. Uh, so he's coaching remotely and he's done it superbly. Uh, oh. And you know what? This is probably going to vindicate his decision. Is it, well, is it a good thing or a bad thing? No, the it, team's really responded and going to win by 20 points while he's not there. How well's Kylie Hilda done? <laughs> yeah, well done yeah. to her on uh, coaching her first NRLW win for the Roosters. Congrats. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> i got a couple. Yeah, come uh, on. So... Uh, Can we get the violin out? We've yeah, got some yeah, sad no, music no. there, Tommy Two Phones. You know what? You've got to find the positive in it. Uh, yeah. 20, oh no, 20. Oh, this is 1996. Oh God, how uh, long have we got left? Roosters, <laughs> Roosters make the semi finals. <laughs> but the next year, Scott Goulet and Dave Barnhill, uh, two very good second rowers, come into the club. And Gus Gould said to me, mate, you are not in our top 17 next year. Uh, and I said, God. no problem. Uh, and then sorted out a deal with the Western Suburbs Magpies, One year, a two year deal. One year into that deal, I get sacked by Tom Radonikas, who oh, claimed at the time to... I wasn't on my own. There was five others. You're so going back to back sackings. Back to back. Yeah. Well, Tommy was the OG board, was he? Is, that, is he original board or oh, was well, no board? Well, I'm not sure whether Tommy wrote the names on the board or Paul Langmack, uh, the oh. other second row, who I didn't quite get on with. So uh, you were living the... in the back of a van at this stage. <laughs> what, so what's going close. on? Very close. Don't need some music. Come on, give us the. <laughs> I was back with mum and dad, age 26. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, he said, you guys can't win me a comp. They ran last with four wins the next year. But I then went, didn't have a contract. And Sean Garlic said, come and, come and trial at the Rabbitohs. Oh. So I did, a, I, I did the equivalent of a train and trial. Uh, and no, <laughs> don't worry. What I was, was it back then? Because it's about 1000 bucks now. No, it, it was nothing. Oh, it was nothing. No, it was, it was the equivalent of go, go down on. there. And then they said, I think the deal that I was on there, and people say, oh, you shouldn't disclose what you're on. I'll tell you what I was on. Zero. (laughs) I was guaranteed money, zero. But if I played, if I played five games, I'm pretty sure I got $2,000 a game. But if I played five, I then got a bonus eight. In the end, I got paid $74,000 in 1998. The next year, but that then meant that I had a contract the following year that started as a base rate of what I got paid the year before. So that was 74, let's call it 75,000. And then if I hit all these things again, I got paid more. So I ended up playing, first year I played 24 or 24 games. Second year I played 23 of 24. So I hit all those again and I ended up making like 128 grand. For the, wow. for the, and that, that was, was in so that was in nine nine ninety nine three. So you, you could have bought three houses. How are the three houses that you've got in Maroubra that are? That's why you're out of the uh, Yellowstone, the property all. No, yeah. I, I, <laughs> no I, I, but that, you know, people say, "Oh, you shouldn't tell us what you get paid or anything." That's what I got paid. I, I've, I've been open with mine before. I always love doing it. I go around the yeah. change rooms just to stir the boys up. Right. So I'm quite comfortably in the bottom. Three or four. Yep. But I'll go around and go, come on, let me guess. Am I in the ballpark? <laughs> or oh, what yep. do you reckon? Uh, the thing. And it makes makes the guys uncomfortable, which I understand. It, to the point where I got a call from one of the uh, head performance people saying, you've got to stop doing this. I said, oh, but I'm like, why? Yeah. Why, why is it yeah. so tab- taboo to know what yeah. anyone else is And they is can on? easily just not well, reply, right? Well, they, yeah, can just, they, just, they don't have to tell you. But it's in well. their club's best interest because they don't want to know. Yeah, that's and, true. and they feel that's like true. they're getting the best, oh, we're getting in for cheap, but we don't want them to know that we're yeah, paying that's right. you yeah. two together. Yeah. I can yeah. see from a club why the club might not want yeah, to that's right. talking about yeah, it. But I just love to find it out and go, yeah. well, hang on, you're paying him, X. Well, yeah. he should be doing three times as much because he's getting three times as much money. <laughs> but as, as you know, 
American sports, everyone knows what everyone's getting yes. paid. So that, that this is a completely different. But I was, you know, play, people saying, oh, you know, Brad Fittler was getting whatever at that time. And you're like, it's Brad Fittler. Mm. He deserves to get it. You can't, yeah. you can't. And no one puts a gun to your head and says, sign it. Like, you have the option. If you think you're worth more, don't sign it. So don't don't sign it and then complain about what you get paid. Comparison is the thief of joy. You that you move into those rooms, you got guys who oh, got millions of dollars. You, you know, you want to you want to compare yourself. So I walk into a change room to play cricket for Australia. I'm on still on a state contract which is 60 grand and I'm in a change room with Ricky Ponting and Michael Clark who are probably on about 6 million. So I don't know the maths on what's that 100 times what you're on. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to joke, I'm on five figures baby. Five <laughs> figures <laughs> 600. <laughs> <laughs> And you're right, you know, you just got to accept that, that you're playing sport, you're getting paid for it, you love it, and yeah. I enjoyed every minute of it. I wouldn't so. have done it any differently. No, yeah, myself. you're getting paid to play sport. One year there joke. at South Sydney, uh, Chris Caruana, who was playing oh, with yeah, us at the time, on. he saw what everyone was getting paid. You know <laughs> how, you know how so I was up in the office and this thing, because he came up to me one time and said, mate, I can't believe you, you Paying on that that amount of money, I'm like, oh well, mate, you know, you, you don't have options. You got to take what you get. You there's know? there's a part of me that probably wouldn't want to look as well <laughs> at, so, at times yeah. because I, when I first signed my my deal, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm really happy with that. But then if you see someone, yes, that you perceive yourself to be, yeah, you're doing just as much as them, or, or yeah. maybe a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what well, I've written it down. Comparison is yeah. the thief Deep of joy. That's like, a great yeah. one. Absolutely yeah. love that. That's the only reason that. I turn up here every week. You're, you're on 10 times as much as I am, Jimmy. I'm just happy, mate. You know what? I, for meal vouchers I, I've, I've told this uh, story before, but I, we had the three kids one night. They were there sitting there, and it was like um, they were uh, all had a bowl of ice cream with two sco scoops in it, and there was a complaint around who got the biggest scoops. And I just went off my brain and said, you <laughs> kids are kidding. There are millions, no, billions of kids around the globe right now who cannot have ice cream. Yeah. You guys think I about what you've got. I used to go with got. my sister if we'd have to halve them. I'd get the ruler out and just <laughs> chisel it. It had to be perfectly halved. Yeah. You, know, you couldn't just snap a, a Kit Kat in half. <laughs> I, I was, uh, that's it. Half my my half. eye was too good. I could I could just look you down and go straight away. Straight to the big one. And I could straight smell it. <laughs> I could smell it. From, I, I could smell the left plate. has got way more in it. Oh, Give us your sacking <laughs> stories if you like. We've got the previews of the big games this afternoon coming up very shortly as well. But before that, let's get to the latest betting odds with Dabble. All right, we have got a lot of text messages that are coming in here on crunch time. Uh, remember, we're doing it all thanks to Azito. We will look uh, to the round ahead, uh, the remaining two games for before you dig very shortly. Lodge a free inquiry online. Jimmy, how come you didn't get on with Paul Langmack? I said g'day to yesterday's hero to him about 10 years ago at an NRL game and he completely flipped out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's that a long story. Up. Stingray, long story. Boys, repaint Hass. Really? What would SPW know about loyalty? Skulked out in the middle of the night to play rugby in France and was too much of a coward to tell the Bulldogs. Gutless, mm -hmm. says Bulldog Bob. Thoughts, JH? Yeah, there were circumstances that uh, would have played a part into that for sure. But I can understand Bulldog Bob, obviously a Bulldogs fan. Mm. So at the time, it was massive. You remember how big that was at the time? Yep. Pitches biggest story all over the, the papers. Year. He was at the airport. Yeah. Basically did the runner and just went and sorted it over in uh, France, didn't he? Didn't someone tip off Ray Hadley who was a baggage hander or someone who checked him onto a flight? Okay. Because the dogs were meant to play the next day and someone rang the Ray Hadley program and said, Sonny Bill Williams is Will getting on a flight to England. What? You know, and that's, that's how it all came out. 
But there was so many things at play. But if I'm Bulldog Bob, I totally understand your point of, of view. And if I'm Sonny Bill Williams, I totally understand. And I yep. think Sonny has gone on the record and said, yeah, didn't do it the Could right way. Could have done way. that better. Could yeah. have done that better. Yeah. Um, but you can't change that. So uh, understand your point, though, Bob. My marathon time is under four hours, lads, as in I've never done one. Zero, by definition, is under four hours. Why would you do that? And Trell was offside. Does the bunker have an open bar? That's from the Pearl yeah. Dragons fan. He was offside. Uh, that's, a, that's a Bunnies fan. So Yeah. 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 Uh, Adam G was the bunker official on I that I wonder one. if they will hear more about that. Because um, I'm, I'm always intrigued with that situation where th- there was probably four forward passes called during the game. Right. Sideline um, official. Sideline official. Yep. It almost seemed to be the same one. But then on that one, the sideline official was bang on in line. But the bunker can rule. Not their job. So the sideline official, his job is not to call offside off a kick. Is that right? Well, if I'm the sideline official and a try is scored and there's a chance that they're offside, I'm like, I'm leaving this. This is not my job. I'll let the man upstairs do okay. it. Or woman. All right. But so forward passes, point. bunker cannot touch. Forward, no. Why? Because they can't. <laughs> okay. yeah, right. That does it. That that wins. Yeah, uh, uh, jurors, I rest my case. <laughs> it's the vibe, right? Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. You, but we were talking about it earlier. If you can get VAR, and and it's getting whether that player is onside or offside at the FIFA Women's World Cup, Matilda's mm. into the semi-final. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Just vision coming through here. Ryan Pappenhausen has flown back. What do you reckon today, this morning, mm. uh, to get back for this storm game after his storming game? For the Sunshine Coast Falcons yesterday. Afternoon, fellas. I didn't know the great Tommy Two Phones is on today. Yeah, he's a bit quiet, Steve, at Dubbo. Has he got any any time try scorer tips? Oh, yeah. How's that been oh, going today, Tommy? <laughs> Socky, can we just leave that? That was <laughs> relationship Dumb breakdown, button. my ass. Uh, anytime try scorer, you want something of value? Let's give it a Christian Welsh, the captain. For the Melbourne Storm. Get on Christian Welsh. What, what, what price are you? Let me check. I find that ridiculous. He'd be 10s for sure. He has to be. Oh, he's 20s. Any time. Any time. Oh, any time. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, Welsh, he doesn't cross at all. No. 12.50. There you go. 12.50, yeah. Yeah, yeah more responsibly. Course. Mm. Um, yeah, do it responsibly. Imagine what you Remember, could be buying instead. That's exactly right. Uh, yet to score a try in his last two seasons of rugby league. There you go. So he's due. He's due. <laughs> Interesting. Um, any news on Jaden Sullivan, boys? Possible contract with the West Tigers says eight us eight six six. Feels like it's done. I thought that was yeah, done. That's, yeah, that is going, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, was, wasn't there some mail out that there's someone? Is there a young player at the Tigers who's moving because of the? Signing yeah, there was an Australian schoolboys player who's who, moving because they've, they've signed Latu Fanu. They're going to sign Sullivan, and it looks like they're going to sign Aiden Caesar on a two-year yeah, deal so too. You've got, you've got two years. Backs, yeah. Yeah. Well, one year with a second year as an option. In whose favour? I think the club's favour. Well, that's a one-year deal. Okay, well, <laughs> no, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, yeah. you. I just thought it was a two-year deal. Yeah. Right. What, okay. was, what was I watching last night? Forgive me, if I was wrong. I was a bit delirious after the Matildas game. Hull was that a final last night that I was watching? It was the Challenge, Challenge Cup, Cup final? final oh yeah, Hull, yeah. And what was the end result there? Because Lock, I got through, Lamb kicked the field goal to win it. You kid, Okay, and so he scored as well. The Lee Leopards. Lee so Leopards, the Lee yeah. Leopards. So eight coached by Adrian Lamb is that and Lachlan Coach Adrian Lamb kicked the winning field goal. Wow. Uh, Willie Brad Peters. Schneider was playing for Hull, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. He'd kick two field goals to get Hull. Yes, to get the, he'd never well, kick one, one in his career. <laughs> one to get them into the final, but then earlier in, the, in Super League, he'd kick yeah. his first game over there. And then semi-final, field goal, and 
There you go. 17-16. Uh, they're Ooh. worried about that. T not two big clubs over there, as yeah. you know. Hulk KR versus uh, the Lee Leopards. Lot, uh, been there probably, I think, three times previously. Not a, not not got over the line. Still, so there's yeah. a lot of scar tissue there for Hull. That's the, a, a big rebuild job from Lee um, over the last couple of years to get to, to win a trophy. Mm. They've been out of the competition and back in within the last three or four years. Okay. Did we beat Lee? Yeah, we beat Lee. We knocked – I relegated Lee in 2017. Did you? At the nice. uh, Catalan Dragons. Okay. Adrian then, Lamb, the coach. John Asiata, familiar name yep. here. He is the captain. Uh, and they've won it. I'm looking at who the owner is. Uh, Derek Bowman. He was yes. wearing a, a leopard print skin <laughs> suit. You could <laughs> pick him out very easily, and he was enjoying himself. Yeah, uh, there's. <laughs> it's quite. He's eccentric. pretty uh, well renowned over there, Derek. <laughs> he is. He's. He's. he's, he's I, I find over there. Um, you know how we've had. Well, there's been uh, dramas with Lee Hadjabentelis. All through media yes. over here, being a CEO, you don't really hear too much from CEOs no. over there. It's it's a lot more co common he, in he, the Super League. He, he, he embraces it. I yeah. want to get that suit anyway, Jimmy. You know what? That's the other thing: the private ownership model and yes. what that can bring. Yeah, uh, I, I would love to have personality. Um, Russell Crowe more vocal about football. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just having. I, I don't care how wild the takes are. Yeah. Have him. I'm Maximus Dismissimus Meridius, yeah. commander yeah. of the fearless legions of the north. I just wouldn't mind that hearing that at a press conference. <laughs> Welcome back to the program. Uh, now, we're looking ahead for the rest of the round. We do it all thanks to Before You Dig, Tom, lodge a free inquiry online. So we've got Storm Raiders right now. Jerome Hughes, Xavier Coates, both in. Remus Smith is in. Uh, Harry Grant is going to start from the bench. The Raiders, uh, no Seb Chris. Uh, Ethan Strange. Well, his dad watching in the stands down there today yeah, will be making his NRL debut, so we wish him all the best. Uh, tip on that one, Scope? Uh, Storm. I'm going to go Storm in this one, but reluctantly. It's in, by no means uh, an easy win for him because, like we uh, spoke about on the tips, right, Jimmy? Yeah. Canberra go re really well down uh, down in Mexico. Yep. Yeah, I'll keep it simple. I'll go I'll go Storm in a in a close one. Storm in a tight one for me as well. Night speed Bulldogs. Check your team list on this one just in case there are a couple of late changes. Um Knights got it all to play for. But based on this side, the Bulldogs hold tricky game. Tricky if game. The, if the lineup stays the, the way it is for the Bulldogs, then yeah. I really like the Bulldogs. I think they can cause an upset in this one. Ooh. Well it does seem like that this has probably been the easiest week of tipping. Ever. Yes. Like you looked at your tips, and I think that the, the biggest price you got was $1.40, maybe, uh, across the board. And if you multied up the eight teams, you got six bucks. Right. The favourites, that is. Um, so generally, there has to be one upset. I'm going the dogs. It's the most lopsided round in NRL history, uh, according to those prices. That game preview was thanks to Before You Dig Australia. Uh, we're going to do now our tips. Didn't we just do that thing? Yeah. That uh, let's share our <laughs> tips. Brought to you by Tire Right. For best roadside tyre emergency, call 1-800-138-168. So we'll just cut and paste what we just did there. Tommy, put that in the post-edit. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> tyre Right tips with over 25 tyre brands, steer, drive, trailer, and more. Tyre Right, no truck and worries. TyreRight.com.au. After the break, we've got SEN's coverage of the Queensland Cup. The Dolphins hosting on the Central Queensland Capras. Well done, Scopey. You don't That's look Jimmy. like you've, you've run yeah. 14Ks at all. Feel good. Feel good. Sweated. Big, big episode. Pumped. Well done, Socky. Well done, Tommy. We're out of here, peeps.